Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130, to Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991, to Boston, Bloomberg 1061, to San Francisco, Bloomberg 960, to the country, Sirius XM Channel 119, and around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and BloombergRadio.com. This is Bloomberg Markets. This is the Bloomberg Markets. Corey Johnson here in San Francisco in London. Caroline Hyde with us right now. And, um, Carol, you remember from your few months out here, Caroline, there's this endless fascination around here, these parts for, for marijuana and for hemp. Yeah. And, uh, one of our Bloomberg reporters has actually done some work to figure out that this could actually be a, a billion dollar business. Amazing story. Not got quite the high that cannabis does, or indeed the aroma. I have to say the aroma is something I do not smell quite so much on the streets of London <laughs> as I do in the streets of San Francisco. Indeed. Uh, we're going to get into all that in just a little bit. First, it's the latest in business news headlines from Charlie Pellet. All right. Always counting on you guys to take it in a different direction. Speaking of highs, the Dow and the S&P, they are at records right now. We have got NASDAQ pushing Higher as well with the S&P now higher by 14 to 24.62 up six tenths of one percent. Stocks and bonds rallying both the S&P 500 index and the Dow Jones Industrial Average reaching records. U.S. inflation data coming in short of Federal Reserve expectations, spotlighting concerns of some central bankers about additional interest rate increases. Shale explorers put more rigs to work drilling for oil in the U.S. this week, resuming an expansion streak that's boosting production and Undermining efforts by OPEC to reduce a global glut. Baker Hughes says working rigs targeting crude grew by two this week, bringing the total to 756. A Bloomberg Radio exclusive. You heard it live uh, on Bloomberg Radio this morning. Our Tom Keen spoke with Dallas Fed President Robert Kaplan. He talked about a number of topics, including leadership and qualities that he'd like to see in a new Fed chair. The person he or she must be a... Uh, respected and expert person that can analyze the economy and have views on monetary policy that are respected. They have to be able to stand on their own two feet in that regard and be respected. The tenure up 6.30 seconds yield 2.32%. Gold up 10.50 the ounce, higher by nine tenths of 1%. West Texas Intermediate Crude now up 1.1% to 46.59. Again, recapping, the Dow on track for three in a row, three records in a row, up five tenths of 1%. S&P at a record, up six tenths of 1%. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Thank you very much indeed. You are listening to Corey Johnson in San Francisco, myself, Caroline Heine, for Carol Massa, him here in London while she takes a well-earned break, it would seem. And this is Bloomberg. Hemp is all the rage uh, in certain circles, and uh, looks like it could be actually a really big business. Kate Crater is with us right now, Bloomberg Pursuits food editor, uh, with a look at the business of hemp. And uh, investors, I guess, are, are, are excited about these possibilities. Why? Um, it's it's a funny – it's such a good time, actually. Um, I think it's because the governor really believes in it, and it's been coming for a while after things like the farm bill a couple years ago, and it – the roots of it, no pun intended, um, <laughs> uh-huh, come from um, when tobacco, the tobacco industry got depressed in some of the southern states and they were looking for different things to grow. And hemp started to seem like a really likely candidate. And now Governor Cuomo has embraced it and he believes it can be a billion dollar industry here in the state. So, Kate, hemp can be in baby green salad mix, pasta, cold pressed oil. What are what? How do we get to a billion from here, and who are the people who are going to be 
dining out on that. So wow. <laughs> oh, although, like, there's so many jokes you can tell. It's painful. <laughs> it's, it's, I think it's hilarious. Um, well, what's cool about one reason why I think, you know, there's so many cliches with him, but, you know, you know, Grateful Dead concert and these, like, ugly clothes, but what's really exciting now are the food products that are coming up and the quality of them. And the reason all these great chefs are paying attention to it, like Ignacio Matas here in New York at Estella, is that traditionally the hemp the hemp food products that we've seen have come from Canada. And to be legally available here, they have to be pasteurized. And that's when you heat it and you take away any really good flavor with it. And so these hemp products at this place called JD Farms in Eaton, New York, upstate, is doing is they're, like, cold-pressing their oil. And so if you get a chance to taste it, it's a different world. It's just it's outstanding. Can I, I just, since we're on radio, describe mm-hmm. the taste to us? It's um, it's really nutty. If you've had um, something like pumpkin seed oil or even some of these other nut oils that are like rich and round, a little bit sweet and well nutty, you sort of get that sense. There's a very green, round flavor that you get from it, and likewise the seeds, which can taste rancid. I mean, I don't eat a lot of hemp seeds personally, but. The ones that I've have had to taste, are, you don't want to eat any more. And these ones taste like a really good pine nut. They're like toasted and salty, and again, the really? nuttiness really comes through. And the baby greens are really fun because they look almost like pot leaves. Like you feel like mm-hmm. you might be doing something slightly illegal when you put them in your salad, and yet they have this really great freshness. And that's something we haven't really seen here before. So how is JD Farms? pulling that off and they've already convinced the restaurants it would seem um well they have they i think they take their product around and some of these chefs who are really discerning taste it and but it was the foresight of a couple of guys one who comes from cybersecurity in dc his name is dan dolgan and then someone who actually ran um the desk at jp morgan chase in um in asia had bought all this dairy farm property upstate and he was he was considering a couple different things. He's obviously a finance guy who wants to, who knows about making money. And like the medical marijuana grow um, business didn't appeal to him. And then he started to see the possibility of hemp, especially with this guy, Dan Dolgan, who had some government contacts. And they realized that the laws were changing and they could help affect that. Why is why is the governor so Governor Cuomo so excited about it? Um, I think <laughs> I think um, he sees the possibility of helping a depressed farm area, which is you know kind of around that area of Ithaca, that dairy industry is the not doing very tier, well. The southern tier, as we upstate New Yorkers like to call it, is that what you call it? Yeah. <laughs> So he sees, I think, I think he sees some possibilities there. The drug laws have been changing. People's perception of hemp has gone from, you know, can you smoke that? You know, people are taking it more seriously and not creating it, you know, not looking at it as a drug. Is it good for you? Um, in fact, it is. What a good question. It's a, it does have, and that's another really big selling point, is that some people or people who are invested in it want to say that it could be the next kale. It has, among other things, it contains... That's I didn't right. think I have room in my life for yet another <laughs> superfood. But yet now you will. It's um it contains twenty amino acids and it's the most high protein oil I think that's available after omega through after fish oil, so this is good for vegans, so it's incredibly high protein and good for you all the way around. Wow. <laughs> and and yeah. it's just it's just so interesting. What what does it look like when it's growing? Um, the plants, the plants are sort of small. I think it can be mistaken. I mean, if you're, if you're a connoisseur, you know your pot plants, you probably wouldn't mistake it, but it does. Do you know your pot plants, <laughs> I, I don't, but I've, I've I'm, I'm, you know, it's, I, I can't believe all the money going into this in the, in the Bay Area. Certainly I hear about it, it seems like uh, constantly. It's that an, and artificial intelligence. It's so, I mean, 
I think it's really cool because I think it does play into the way people, the way drugs law, drug laws are changing and superfoods are a buzzword. So there's a lot, there's a lot to be said for it. Great stuff. Kate Crater, uh, Bloomberg Pursuits food editor, uh, with, a, with a, the latest in the, in the superfood trends. Why not? <laughs> Caroline, no. Scales are superfood that you're to? Uh, no, I'm, I'm sold. I'm going for hemp. Apparently okay. it should be in every smoothie. Yeah. Don't smoke the kale. This is Bloomberg <laughs> Markets. This is Nathan Hager right now. He's going to look at world and national news headlines from our 991 studios in Washington, D.C. Well, you wonder what they were eating at the meeting last year between the uh, Russian lawyer and President Trump's son, Donald Trump Jr., but that Russian-American lobbyist who attended that meeting says he was never a Russian intelligence agent. Renat Akhmetshin tells the Washington Post he doesn't even know how that meeting was set up. He only served in the Russian military for a couple of years. Still, it is yet another revelation that uh, about this meeting that was billed as part of a Russian government effort to help the Donald Trump campaign. If I was advising the White House, I would say, look, all this information, just get it out there. Any contacts that were had, anybody that was at these meetings, because it will come out. That's Republican Congressman Adam Kinzinger of Illinois. Meantime, the House Intelligence Committee has postponed next week's planned testimony from former Trump campaign advisor Roger Stone. He was due to go behind closed doors with the Intel Committee on July 24th, but Stone's lawyer now says it won't happen till after the August recess. Stone hurled insults at two Democrats on the committee yesterday during a radio interview in Buffalo, New York. Attorney General Jeff Sessions is vowing to appeal the latest court setback for President Trump's travel ban to the Supreme Court. Uh, The uh, Justice Department has filed notice for a review by the Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals. A federal judge in Hawaii ruled the administration went too far in only allowing people with nuclear family members in the U.S. to be exempt from the ban on entries from six mostly Muslim nations. Global news, 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,700 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. In Washington, I'm Nathan Hager, and this is Bloomberg. Bloomberg.